0: Of course, I'm a little bit anxious because I've got an entirely different setup,
1: oh of course,
0: which includes a beer and cold pizza.
1: oh, delicious because you are uh, in Italy. you've just got back from I want to say Cagliari is that correct <laughs> I um
0: no it's not uh, Cali- Cal- calgary <laughs> Ca-
1: Calvary did you just come down off the cross i did
0: I did that's um ah. I've returned um <laughs> I, I had a recent. good idea. I had a great idea. I thought I would take the day off work without telling my boss. How did that go down? Well, the, the problem was that I went to Cagliari and saw my boss Cagliari. there, so she found out.
1: <laughs> huh. Was she also having the day off?
0: I think she's actually off properly. Oh, she's properly off, so she's on holiday. What are the chances? I know, and I couldn't resist the... I mean, it's a bit of a bit of a trick, bit of a schlep down there. It's three hours on the train, so I got up early and... Um, Spent a bit of time on the train today, but it was lovely it was it's also seeing someone in a place that you don't normally see them is uh yeah it's really nice, but yes, I gave up my um how do i say i gave myself away i gave myself up no i gave my, i gave the game away you yeah. know This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis.
1: And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing.
0: So yes, I went to Cagliari, and you don't want to say... Because the verb cagare in Italian... It means to poop. Yes. And so it yes. sounds a little bit like you're trying to make a... You're mincing up a... Yeah. So don't.
1: Yeah. Don't mince up a poop. And Unless you...
0: There we are. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> are you okay? You sound like you're very busy. Um, I
1: am. I am. <laughs> it's... I am okay. I am busy. It's not that I'm so overwhelmingly busy. It's just that my freedom hasn't kind of um, lined up with your freedom.
0: It's true. We, um, and that was partly on a uh, lack of planning on my part a few weeks back when I just realized I was running out of uh, um, yeah days before I left. Mm. and the, yes. doing this well, um, when I was in Rome, I spent a week in Rome was always gonna be a bit tricky just because of you know living circumstances et cetera
1: yes yeah yeah um it was it was simply that um I was yeah, I just had a lot of things that went on until quite late in the evening, not they didn't go on until late in the evening, but um I lived two hours away from work um and some of the things that I had to do were in person, and it just meant, oh, well, I'm going to now be spending the next two hours travelling, and I just, you know, and then it only takes a little bit of travel chaos, and that two becomes three, or whatever. Oof. So, Oof.
0: Hmm. And there, yeah. uh, I mean, we shouldn't, we, we can't feff around, because uh, we're basically doing our homework the night before it's due, aren't we?
1: Pretty, oh, God, yeah, today's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. we are.
0: So we yeah. we shouldn't be, there should be, or it should be all killer no filler.
1: <laughs> well, that ship sailed. <laughs> um, but yeah. Have you... I, I, will, I will edit as, as quick as I can. Yes. Yes,
0: yes no problem. And uh, I, I can stay up as long as it takes. I can pull an all-nighter for midlifers.
1: Oh, wow. So because we, we let them down last week. I'm so sorry, midlifers.
0: Yes, we particularly did because I couldn't remember a word. And you're normally the person that helps me remember words. So it, uh, there was some, some radio silence there while I was trying to remember the word, which I didn't.
1: <laughs> well, we, we live, we learn. Tell me, do you have anything in your brain? As in a topic, not as in, you know, a parasite.
0: I do. Uh, I do. Ooh. First of all, have you watched Sex Education?
1: No. Okay, I'm going to disappoint you in that I've watched the first episode
0: Right. So we can And then about... I had no real
1: desire to watch any more oh. of
0: it. Yes, oh. Yes. I felt
1: very like oh, okay, this ship has sailed for me. I was done. But I will return to it, I promise, can you... so that we can talk about it. No,
0: it's okay, but can you say why it was?
1: Um, I think it's a collection of things. I think it felt like Hmm, OK, there's been an honesty, even in the um, the archness of it in the first three seasons. And it just felt as if when I was watching this one, it had been designed by committee, Ooh. almost as if they were going, well, this is our last series. So let's make sure we hit all of the right notes. And it just felt a little um overplayed I guess and and I just I, I couldn't quite settle with it do you so mean the utopia me. do you
0: mean the politically correct utopia
1: I mean no I don't maybe it was that May no I don't think it was it just okay while the world was unrealistic I felt that the performances had a level of authenticity that allowed me to relax.
0: Aye. And you I mean in the previous seasons?
1: In the previous seasons. And in this one, it felt as if that had disappeared.
0: So I know we're not TV and film critics, just to be clear. But no, you are, you know, you're, you've are you been a professional actor. Um,
1: Badly, but yes. And, and I've also been paid to teach analyze others. television for a living. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I also did
0: that. Yes, yeah, so actually you're quite um, your credentials are um, certainly better than mine in this particular. So is that about, in your opinion, is that about the is that a scripting problem, a directing problem, or just about the actors bumping into the limits of their abilities?
1: No, I don't think it's about the actors bumping into the limits of their abilities because I think that they you've are already very seen capable.
0: them to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen them do it. I, I mean, I, I would be. It would be really, really hard to make a um, a judgment based on one episode and without any context of how but, the show was made. But go on. There's a little bit. Well, there's a little bit of me that that maybe wonders: Did they all know that this was effectively going to be their last season, and were they trying to recapture something? to make sure that it was great. You mean the people making the show? That everybody, and it just means that there was a little bit of trying too hard. Mm. And it's kind of like when you go out and you say, we're going to have fun, and you rarely have fun.
0: It was basically a return of the Jedi.
1: I guess it probably was. Without the Ewoks, which of course... I really liked the Ewoks when I was little, so I'm, I, I struggled to I struggled to have a problem with them because it came out when I was, what, ele- <laughs> It was 81. 11, 81. Oh, God, no, I wasn't 11. <clears throat> what am I talking about? I was 8.
0: Yeah, 77 was the first one. Was that Seven? right? Maybe 83 Seven was the third
1: one. Mm, I think it was 83. Oh, mm. gosh. For only, only we was could Empire find, find strikes out. Back.
0: I think yeah, you're right. I think, I think 83 is. But still... you're only 10
1: empire yeah 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 exactly but i i mean i think i was probably still the demographic for an ewok i wasn't old enough to be cynical i just thought they were cute yeah i was 13 and and, oh wait
0: 83 no i was 15 way way Uh, yeah way
1: too old way too old to be an ewok you wouldn't have yeah you probably wouldn't have cried over eto i was
0: profoundly fantasizing over princess leia by that stage that's for sure no i did cry oh
1: That totally missed me. I just didn't get it. I mean, I was in love with Princess Leia um, from 1977. Well, 1978 is when it was released in the UK. But in that way that, you know, four-year-old boys are in love with grown women.
0: (laughs) I'd love to know what is that way. (laughs) Well, in the way that it's,
1: you are taught to be in love with somebody rather than you are in love with them. Mm. You know, you you are performing that sense of, Everybody tells you that she's that she's what you should love. Uh, that, you know, I I couldn't have been in love with Luke Skywalker. I wasn't in love with oh, Luke Skywalker. He wasn't my type.
0: A, no, I was definitely more... A, actually, maybe I saw myself as more of a Luke Skywalker than a Han Solo type. I don't think I was a smuggler. I was never a smuggler.
1: No, no, you definitely would have... You, you were, like, definitely wearing a, a visor and, and training... That was, you were Luke Skywalker all over.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I, I suspect if I'm really honest, if I if I look into my deep, true soul, I'm probably C-3PO, really, really worried about protocol.
0: <laughs> With really good posture and a little stiff in the joints. Excellent.
1: Oh, that's where it falls down because I'm basically elastic.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You're like a flexible you- version of C-3PO.
1: That's me. I'm C3PO. If he was made of jelly,
0: he he, he remains still the most <laughs> uh, still the most annoying character. Oh no, Jar Jar. Sorry. Oh yeah, Jar
1: Jar's worse than C3PO. Oh, dear, Although
0: dear. I'll be honest, he, he grew I would on always,
1: you. Well, no. I if I was to choose who I would be stuck in a lift with. Lando Calrissian or C3PO? I pick C3PO. Lando Calrissian made me so cross because I felt he betrayed people. Oh, Even he was though a as an adult. I realised, no, he was looking after an entire city of people. It was a sensible move to make. I fully understand that now as an adult. But when I was younger, I was like, there he is wafting around in his cape and he's letting people down. I'm cross. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Poor Billy Dee Williams, wafting around in his cape. Thank you for uh, always finding titles for these shows. I fully, <laughs> I fully appreciate. So, Tim, my topic is this. Yes, go on. Two words. Hmm. I don't know. We've been doing a lot of word stuff lately.
1: Just do it. Okay. Two words. Go on.
0: To be reasonable, or uh-huh. and to be rational.
1: Oh. oh, that's interesting. That is interesting because I think on first blush, one would assume that they were the same, but they're so not.
0: Mm, how would you describe – I don't know. I, again, that's all the preparation I've done for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, It's not like I went and studied uh, their etymology or uh, anything like that. But I, it's partly, I think, because the rational thing, you know, being rational was something – when I grew up, I think it was quite a strong – idea about being rational and I think it it hooked into gender quite a bit that men were more rational than women and I think I I think I huh? I'm sorry I'm just
1: laughing not a single man I've met but carry on (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, I feel like I absorbed, I might have absorbed that kind of idea. And then there was, you know, there's sort of a backlash against in the academy, not that we ever talk about the academy, where the idea of rationalism has been associated with all sorts of things which are not good. (laughs) And so there's a little bit in me which is I have a slightly ambivalent relationship with that word. Mm. I and mean, then, so, yeah, what, is it, where, where, what do they do for you when you hear them? Well,
1: I think I find it hard to hear the word rational without hearing somebody say, we need to rationalize. And I just think, oh, you mean sack people. Okay. Okay. Um, so this, you know, I've you, never been you, in the room and those, those, those kinds of
0: conversations are happening. Oh, nor you. have I. No, 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 <laughs> no, have I. No. <laughs> you will That's be soon, not, though. Oh it's, what you're, it's what you're aspiring to, isn't it? It's really not
1: the thing about rationalisation. I don't mean that I've been in a room where, where somebody has threatened to rationalise. It's the language, isn't it? It's the language of those kinds of decisions that, that get made by people with with importantness. Yes, we don't you know, say we're going to right.
0: reasonableise.
1: No, we say we're going to rationalise the workforce or we're going to rationalise provision to the NHS. Um, oh my it's God, like, it is ooh, terrible, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, because. I think that's why probably we, we, we have a um, a sort of a jitteriness around the word rational, because it sounds like it is connected to um, an implicit cruelty. So I think I feel very sorry for kind of rational thought and the idea of, um, you know, that, that particular strand of philosophy, because I think
0: it's... And a bad that. rap as a consequence of that. Uh, well, if- I think
1: it's been, I think it's been, you know, it's been borrowed by people, and like all things, probably not fairly. Whereas reasonable is, you know, what are the reasonable adjustments that you can make? As in, what what's an okay thing to do? Let's be reasonable. Let's try and see this from everybody's perspective. So I, you know, I I, I think. I think I, I like the word reasonable more than rational, but only because of exactly as you say, how the words have been co opted into other other strategies. Do you
0: think of one things. do you think of rational being rational as being more like a kind of hardness and reasonable being softer?
1: I think I probably do, although I suspect if we were to do the etymology there'd be no relationship. But that wouldn't therein. be a, wouldn't
0: it, be it, the it, podcast that this is <laughs>
1: <laughs> That would be a different podcast. I'm gonna do it I'm after different. we bloody
0: get off. That's part, that's the that's the worst part of it. <laughs> oh I wish I'd said I that. think
1: Oh, never mind. L'esprit de l'escalier. I think it is for me, um, that one has a kind of um I'm not sure if it's softer Because that, again, unintentionally, I know you didn't mean that, uh, has that sort of gendered narrative attached to it. And again, as if any man you have ever met has ever been rational, because we know that the behaviours that are aligned to particular types of masculinity, perhaps those that we might understand as toxic, are quite far away from being rational. Mm. They're quite, ooh, irrational. Irrational. And based on based on very, very strong emotional responses, which I find quite curious that women get hit with the you're too emotional stick. And yet I, do, I don't really think I've ever experienced that kind of gender disparity. I think humans are emotional. Not always. Some are, some aren't. But I certainly have never experienced it as being a gendered
0: thing. Yeah, or the expression of them or the quite... It, Cultured or incultured expression of emotions or lack of expression of emotions is, yeah, as if somehow um, uh, domestic violence is not an expression of I mean, power slash emotion. But anyway, um, I've been reading a book, uh, well, maybe I'm about halfway through a book called How Minds Change. It's very interesting for many reasons, but one of the things that I think I've kind of known this is that. One of the things they know, meaning when I say they, I mean social psychologists, sociologists, is that changing people's minds or having our minds changed has no correlation with facts that more education, let's say or being given the facts makes does nothing to change our minds mm-hmm. in fact mm. <laughs> in fact there's a there's a particular kind of phenomenon, and the name of which is just eluding me because that's my style on this podcast. It's called the <laughs> blowback. No, it's called the what's a what's a word oh, anyway? I should look it up. But it's basically you, you get the opposite effect. Meaning, if I hold, if if we're talking about something that I care about, this this doesn't hold for things that I don't or that people don't care about. So if I've got, if, let's say. If it's got something to do with um, why the sky is blue and you get a fact about why the sky is blue, you'll change your mind immediately because no one really cares less about the sky, the color of the sky. Yeah. So That's very different if yeah. you're talking about, let's say, abortion in the United States or you know, oh. pick, your, pick your thing that people really care about. And that it has the opposite effect, meaning you give me, I've got a strong opinion about abortion. You give me a whole lot of facts which are contrary, which contradict the, the beliefs I hold about that and what it does, it strengthens my resolve. <laughs> mm. We're crazy. We're crazy cats, aren't we?
1: We really are crazy cats at, at, at home, Paul. Yeah, it's it sort of. Yeah, I want to say it, it doesn't surprise me because it doesn't because I'm alive. <laughs> which I'm and glad about a... at this point, because then I have to revert to that
0: three-minute podcast I did last week, which was, you know, it was hard.
1: I have a feeling that I am as guilty of this as anybody, but I really would like not to be. Oh, we I would like none of us think... are
0: we, – we, if anyone's listening and they think that's not them, <laughs> just think again, sunshine's – so, so it is.
1: It's endemic, is it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a thing. The, the a joy thing. of having a brain <laughs> is that we we misuse it.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> but the other thing that they, he's looked at. Uh, there's a whole lot of thing called. I think it's called deep canvassing, and it came out of the LGBTQ AA plus community LGBTQ uh, community in San Francisco years ago. Um, who, act, uh, who were activists who were looking at basically how to change people's minds about a particular – you know, it was a particular bill. I think it was called Prop 8. I think that's the one that um, is coming to oh, mind. Proposition 8. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Yes. Yes. And maybe – I don't quite remember what it was. Maybe it was the early 2000s, maybe 2007. I can't. Anyway, we can look it up and it'll be in the show notes. But they, um, they did a – and they've, got, they've developed this technique, which is now being studied – and it came out of them realising that it didn't matter what facts they gave, people would um, hold on to the things they were... So these are people who aren't scientists, they're just people going around knocking on doors, canvassing. And canvassing, so political canvassing, has one of the worst reputations for doing anything to convince people of something else. Like it is that, that the idea that you knock on someone's door and then they suddenly go, oh yeah, you're right, I'm going to vote for you now. Like it's, that, that is just not a thing. And so what this extraordinary group of people uh, have done and uh, are doing called deep canvassing is they do a simple thing, which is they, uh, when they get really good at it, they can get a feel very early on for where the person is at. But they'll say, on, on a scale from zero to ten, um, how likely are you to vote for this particular, in this case, Prop 8? And the person yes. might say six. And they'll say, oh, that's interesting why a six and not a five or why a six and not a seven? And as soon as the person's asked to think about what it is, how it is that they got to where they are, it causes, it just gets them thinking. You're not telling them what to think or why they're wrong. You're just saying, just that's a gentle way of asking someone to think about where they stand on something. And then what they do, it's just so beautiful, is uh, it's just to find a hook for a story story. Where they'll be listening to something they'll say, and it'll be something about something that happened to them when they were really young, uh, something that's connected. And they say, "Could you tell me more about that?" And so you, you, they, you've basically installed installed the idea that there's some thought to be had about the number where they're at, and then also a yeah. personal story. And it's enough. It's enough within. 10, 20 minutes for this person to go, you know what? I think I'm a nine now. I'm going to vote for, you know, whatever. And so they're Oh, really? And yeah. So it's got nothing to do with saying, if only you saw the, the world the way I see it. It's saying, how is it that you see the world? And why is it you see the world in this way? oh 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 so it's not about trying
1: to convince people of the rightness of your perspective absolutely not you- acknowledging their perspective and giving space to it and then allowing them to potentially step into a, a contrary perspective than the one that they thought they held
0: yep and exactly and it's not yes or <sighs> no either it's also based on the number which is so much yeah. more nuanced of course it's like you know you're either because wow. none of us are. very rarely are we either this or that there's always some gray in there and yeah, no, and the, Which but is it, it's what really makes referendums they... so weird, isn't
1: it? Oh, oh. A referenda. Referendums? Referendum. I think it might be referenda. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, yes, so just to, just to save you having to write this in, in the show notes, Proposition 8 was in 2008, yeah. and it was um, in California.
0: R- gay um, marriage. It was
1: about same-sex marriage, exactly. Yeah, and it was a, a, the proposition was to effectively outlaw... Uh, same-sex marriage, or, or, or yeah, even though it had already been passed into law at that point, and I think it was voted in. The, the I
0: think they lost. I think they lost. Yeah, they lost. And I think that's yeah, part. i
1: say. I'm trying to say in favour of, but the other way around. Yeah, I think
0: the I think the LGBT community community effectively lost, and I think that's part of what yes. happened. I need to look it up again, but that's part of what happened where they went. This is not working. We need to figure out yeah, how to make yeah. this work. But they're really clear. what's really interesting. Think. I also found they also don't shy away from saying this is. I believe this. So it's not like they're saying I have a. Um, they're not denying their own opinion on something, but they're listening so closely to where the story is for the person about how it is that they got to be. And of course, many people don't. You know, I think they. I can't remember that. They sort of talk one and five, one and ten. I need again. Okay, need to the, the facts don't matter in this case, but it's isn't it Isn't it beautiful that just simple, simple thing? Nothing to do with providing evidence. None of that.
1: It's fascinating the idea that listening to somebody's perspective without judgment can potentially change their perspective.
0: I mean, I mean, when you put it like that, you go, well, "Duh."
1: <laughs> I know, but but it's. I know you,
0: yeah, but it, it does. It, it sort of runs counter to how we're taught. It totally, and also about the kind of rationalism as well, which is you know this this yeah. thing about you know if you if you've just got the facts, you know, and you know a, a friend of mine who's probably listening, the, the, the sort of joke about facts don't ha- what is it? Facts don't have feelings or don't care about feelings, and it it, put, yes. it puts a lie to that idea. Actually, that the, actually the facts are we hold on to opinions, and we all do it regardless of what the facts are because we're so, so so strongly holding on to those our identity based on those particular kinds of opinions
1: yeah and that's what it comes down to doesn't it because it comes down to how we feel we are or who we
0: feel we are who yeah. we align ourselves with yeah who we feel we are mm. that's beautiful yeah anyway see i'd uh, i'd totally recommend it as a um As a book, I mean, it's a book about science, really, but um, it's fascinating, totally fascinating. Uh, And he's a really good writer as a sort of, he's a science writer in the sense, you know, one of those people that comments on science. He's not a scientist.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a fascinating insight into your week. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the other thing I've been doing, of course, which is um I've been I am surveying um pizza hydration levels throughout Italy. <laughs> <laughs> they do seem to be pretty connected to eighty percent. Very, very curious. Oh.
1: Okay. Isn't is that the wrong ratio for you?
0: Well I'd go a little I'd be I'd be I'd be thinking higher.
1: <laughs> I really like that you're telling the Italians had to make
0: pizza. I haven't told them. I'm just just on the inside. On the inside, I'm yeah. rolling my eyes at this town. You're
1: eating it and going, "God, this should be 88 percent." This is dry
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 80 percent. Just uh, just for listeners, 80 percent hydration means that for whatever quantity of flour you've got, 80 percent of it is is uh, uh, is wa- is water. So if you've got 100 grams of flour, 80 grams of water.
1: Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Just to be that, clear. I
0: want to hear from everyone who cares about Literally, that. Literally
1: nobody I, cares. I bet you there you are people care. listening
0: that care about that.
1: If they care, they don't need you to explain it to them.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's pretty fucking obnoxious. I'm trying. <laughs> it's not. It's
1: cute as a button and you know it.